understand that you are worthy. You are worthy just because you are. You are worthy because you are a child of God and heck, he wants you to have it. Mm-hmm. Right? When you begin to realize that money as a resource is going to allow me to do for the unfortunate, those who do not have. And even if, you know, you've heard a lot of the saying, you can take a take a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can teach people all you want to, but their mindset alone is why they are where they are. Mm-hmm. So when you begin to start understanding, when I love myself more, yes. I'm opening up a doorway for money to flow into me. But the only way to do that Because I love how you say clear the blocks. The only way to do that is to go back and clear what you've been told. You're listening to Powerful, a podcast that will provide you with solutions to ignite your superpowers, identify your limiting habits, and help you be more authentic. Hi, I'm your host, Bridget Brown Jackson. The episodes are cultivated with you in mind and teach us how to be intentionally powerful. It is declared that you are ordained for it. All right, all right. Welcome, welcome back, powerful people, for another episode. We're so very excited. I told you we were going to start back our interviews with special guests. And today, this guest is very, very special. I call her my friend. She's my accountability partner. Um, She helps keep my business focused. Uh, She helps keep the person focus. She's amazing, amazing, just absolutely amazing. And she has some really great things that she's going to share with us. And we're going to talk about those things as soon as we come back. So we don't want you to miss it. Um, I need you to get some paper and pencil because she's going to be dropping some nuggets and you need to take some notes. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Have you ever wondered if you were truly fulfilling your total life's purpose? Growing yourself isn't something to shy away from. Investing in yourself is the best investment ever. At Exponential Edge Adventures, we specialize in helping women better understand their superpowers, gain insight into blind spots, and leverage their uniqueness. We desire to serve women who have had career disappointments and life setbacks, but have a growth mindset to use tiny habits to position them for greater possibilities. Who do you know that's ready to take flight? Book a consultation with us today. Go to simplytomorrow.com. All right, all right. Welcome, welcome back. As I said, I have a special guest in the house. Her name is none other than Jackie McDaniel Vasquez. As I said, not only is she just a person that's coming here to pour some power on you, she is absolutely my friend. Um, she became my accountability partner when her and I decided we needed some coaching. See, I always tell you all to get you a coach. I'm telling you, I live this thing. We got us a coach. Then the two of us, well, actually it's three of us. We all became collaborators, accountability partners, and we coach each other and we help each other's business move up. Well, you all are in for a treat. Jackie is not only my friend, she's a coach. She's an author. Yes, she's an author of a fabulous, fabulous book that can change your life. She's a mompreneur. She is all that in a bag of chips, if I could go back and say that old redundant thing. She is just absolutely, absolutely wonderful. And one of the things that I love about Jackie is the name, The Pursuit to Happy 
Who wants to be happy? I know I do. And she helps you do that. She's an NLP. She's an EFT practitioner. She's a mompreneur, as I said before, and she got it going on. She loves to tell people how to move their passion um, and make a profit off of it. And so we're going to be talking about all of that, all of that and more, but I'm going to let my special guest have her time to throw some extra stuff in there. I think I did a pretty good job, but she can add anything else that she wants to do. When I say I love sitting at her feet to learn. I love sitting at her feet to learn. She is my coach too. So I need her to be y'all coach today. Come on, y'all get the paper and pencil. Come on, my girl, Jackie, go ahead. Hey, hey, hey. I'm literally, I'm seriously trying to bring my cheeks down no matter how many times. I'm like, this is just... Oh, the intro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bridget. This is my friend. I love her oh so very, very much. Just as much as she learns from me, I learn from her. But I got to tell you, I am Jackie McDaniel Vasquez, like she said, Coach Jackie, if you will. And I like to help people find their passion and turn it into a profitable business. Because let me tell you a little secret. Wealth is your birthright. And so how fun is it to end up turning that very wealth from your passion into say a sense of a profit, honey? Am I right? And so that's why I like to do it because truly when you start to find your passion, it is you stepping into your purpose, stepping into your light. It is you literally leaning into the gifts that God has given you. And so the moment that you do that, I truly believe starting your business and your passion is a form of self-love. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, it is. It is. And you got to love yourself. And I love the part. I love when you always say you're worthy of it. Um, I just want to kick it off. Look, we're not even going to mince with them today, Jackie, because I think a lot of people have blocks. And that's one of the things that you have done a great job for me is helping me get unstuck from those blocks. And I'll be honest with you, uh, growing up in the church, Uh, And growing up in the type of church that I grew up in, um, you know, you heard people say, you know, rich people, you know, they're not going in because they will quote the scripture of the rich man who he, he wasn't, but he wasn't your typical godly rich person either. And so God wants us. And I had to always go back and say, well, wait a minute. Abraham had a whole lot of stuff. Isaac had a whole lot of stuff. Wait a minute. Solomon was wealthy as I don't. I said, so so come on now. There's a lot of rich, godly people in the Bible that we talk about, but we always want to talk about the rich man who was, you know, again, that ogre, that, 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 that not godly person. And so you helped me get unblocked from there. So I want you to talk to people. Come on now. What are some of those things that they could do to get unstuck? Because I was stopping myself. I was stopping myself until you got a hold of me and said, wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) I need you to unblock that. Go ahead, girl. Oh, I love this. Now you said, you said we ain't messing with the people, huh, Bridget? We coming Mm -hmm. right in. Yes, come on. So I love it. So first of all, I am going to say this once and I'm going to actually, I'm going to say this a whole bunch of times because I love saying it, but A, you are a gift. You are born with a gift. God gave you a gift. You are a gift all within yourself. You are unique. There are no two people like, there's nobody like you. And as much as you want to say your kids are like you, you know, baby, they're not because they're mixed with a little something else and they're not like you. There is no person like you. And so when I say it is your birthright to be wealthy, I mean it. 
because it's all about how you think about it. Like you said, there are lots of people in the Bible who had a lot of money, but this is what you need to understand. Good people with money do good things. When you think about having a lot of money, I'm sure you're thinking about all the friends you're going to bless, the family you're going to bless, the charities you're going to bless. You with a lot of money would do good things. God wants you to be blessed. He said, you're blessed and highly favored. So your sense of blessings, we have to remember money is a resource. It's a resource. It's a resource to end up living abundantly. It's a resource to end up living highly favored. Right. Because when you have the money, you're able to do the things that you want to do with the money. You're able to travel with your family. You're able to bless the church like you would want to. You're able to do the things like give back and and contribute to your community in such a way. So we want you to have money. God wants you to have money because the more money you have, the more people, his people. Yes, you can bless. Mm -hmm. My husband and I were just talking about that this morning, you know, and again, it's something that we on a daily, you know, constant uh, day of making sure, because again, we, we, we grew up very, you know, in a, in a uh, uh, very humility uh, type fashion and uh, very modest. And so, you know, we really didn't, it was like, uh, we don't have to have all of that. And then I started a nonprofit and I was like, wait a minute. And before the nonprofit, you know, I was an educator. So I spent a lot of my own money. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I do need to have more money because like you just said, the more I have, the more I can bless. And my husband just said that today. He says, I can't wait until God positions us in that peace because we've been prophesied to so much here recently. And we're starting to see things come. He's like, I can't wait because what we want to offer with our nonprofit, we want to be able to bless people, like truly, truly bless people. And so I just say, yes, yes, I'm waiting on it. So I had to get myself unblocked. And I I want to say this publicly on here so everybody that is listening could understand. My girl, Jackie, helped me change that mindset. Change it. She's bad to the The amount of money that you have in your mind was placed there for a reason. If you sitting up here saying, okay, Bridget, how much do you need to start the nonprofit? Oh, well, we're going to need X, Y, Z to get this thing really going like we want it to go. That number is there for a reason. You know, a lot of the times people, this is another block. People will be like, but there's so many people less fortunate than me. Yeah. Well, you can't help them if you broke too. You can't. You so can. what's the deal? You Somebody needs to become, needs to come up. Somebody needs to be the blessing so they can bless unto others. Exactly. You can't pour from an empty cup. Have you ever have an empty bank account? Who are you giving to? Who are you donating to when you got zero or negative? Because we've all been in, and some of us have been in a negative situation, right? Mm-hmm. And I say, we, I don't mind putting it out there. I done been there. But when I realized that this is another thing, this is another block, our net worth equals our self-worth. Mm. When you begin to understand that you are worthy, you are worthy just because you are. You are worthy because you are a child of God and heck, he wants you to have it, mm-hmm. right? When you begin to realize that money as a resource is gonna allow me to do for the unfortunate, those who do not have. And even if, you know, you didn't heard a lot of the saying, you can take a, take a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can teach people all you want to, but their mindset alone is why they are where they are. 
Mm-hmm. So when you begin to start understanding, when I love myself more, yes. I'm opening up a doorway for money to flow into me. But the only way to do that, because I love how you say clear the blocks, the only way to do that is to go back and clear what you've been told. A lot of us have been told money doesn't grow on trees. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. Money's paper. Yeah. We uh, get our paper from the trees. <laughs> so Technically, money does grow on trees. And the moment that you start thinking money doesn't grow on trees, you're thinking lack. You're thinking there's not enough. You're thinking it's going to run out, right? Mm -hmm. And so that sense of thought process is what you're projecting into the world, is what you're telling God, God, that's all I want. I want just enough, just enough to pay my bills, nothing extra. And, you know, because that's when the statement comes in. I always have just enough. I never have anything extra. We block ourselves with the thoughts that we keep telling ourselves. But those are based upon things we've gone through in the past. Exactly. So can you talk a little bit more about that, about the the scarcity and not just, you know, we're talking money right now, but that abundance thinking and that scarcity thinking is in everything. It's in your relationships. It's in your spirituality. It's in, again, every aspect of your life, not just your finances. You can have abundance and scarcity all across. It's the same thing with physical fitness, uh, emotional you know, yeah. so can you talk about that? Because again, that's another area that you have truly helped me with is moving from that scarcity. Yeah, she laughing, y'all, because I'm laughing because I'm like, it's crazy to think when, about when, it. when I say stuff, you know, we meet every week. So she is literally my accountability partner for real. We meet every week. We've been doing it for over a year. We've been meeting every almost a year and a half. We've been yes. meeting every oh, it's been a year and a half. It is. We started almost two up years. We're coming up on two years. Yeah, going on two years. Every week. And guess what? Whenever something comes out of my mouth and it's a scarcity comment, she's like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> she checks me. So I'm yes. telling you, I'm telling you, I do this. I listen to her. So, you know, share with them. Yes. How do you get out of that scarcity thinking mm-hmm. and move into that abundance in everything? I did yes. it when I was divorced. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this real quick. I'm going to pass it to you. Please. Because when I was divorced, I was, I was bad with this. Mm-hmm. I really thought I would never, ever, ever have the man of my dreams. Mm. And God had to show me the vision. And it was six years before it came to pass, but I had to get out, get a whole lot of stuff out of my stinking thinking to get myself ready for that. And when I did, literally, it was almost like he just came down from heaven, like, oh, and I'm really serious. God worked that thing out. So how do you get your clients to move out of that scarcity mindset? Yes. Oh, such a great question. And so really when it comes to scarcity, we all have thoughts, right? And we are literally working with, you know, I think it's in the 70,000 thoughts a day. I mean, that's a lot of thoughts, right? And that's like an average. And most of the, those thoughts end up being pretty negative. We, we, it, it's about 70% of them. And so that's why it's so important for, you know, the soul work, prayer, you know, meditation, affirmations, all these things are really important because that's you infusing positive thoughts into your mind rather than allowing your mind to just let the negative thoughts take over. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, when it comes to scarcity, scarcity is a thought that from before, Mm-hmm. You're thinking about oh, a situation you were going through in the past. Excuse me, I'm so sorry with it. You're thinking about a situation you were going through in the past. 
Yeah. And when you are going through things in your past and you're living in them like they're going on today, that's where the scarcity comes in. You said something earlier that I swear I'm going to run with it for the rest of my life, Bridget. And see, just as much as she pours, I pour into her, she pours into me. You said my future self, because we we prayed before we got on here. And she said, um, you know, show me my future self. What was it, Bridget? Show me. Um, my future is in me, not in future, front of me. It's in my me. My future is in me. Yeah. It's already in you. Who you are about to be is already there. Your higher self is already within you. That Mm -hmm. scarcity is based upon something from the past. So how do you move from scarcity to this abundant thinking? No, we don't just ignore the past. We don't say, oh, that's the past. It's over, honey. I'm done with it. No, that's not how this goes. How this goes is we observe these thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to say, look at your thoughts like they're clouds floating in the sky, because like I said, 70 percent of them are going to be negative. Right. So if I just observe it rather than taking it on, because it's just a thought, I don't have to take it on as my identity. I don't have to take it on as who I am now. I don't have to take it on as how I'm feeling today. I can just observe this thought go by and look at it and say, is that ultimately true? Yeah. Is it ultimately true? And so let's just take, you know, um, because I like to do like, you know, you were saying that rich people were the evil earlier, right? You're looking at it as, oh, it's a bad person, bad person. But is it ultimately true? Bridget did it earlier. Is it ultimately true that in the Bible, the, the rich person is this horrible person? No, she ended up naming a whole bunch of other fabulous, you know, prophets that came before that were rich, they were wealthy. So is it ultimately true? And then you change the story. And so when you use it on a personal level, right? Mm -hmm. You know, for me, a lot of my thoughts were I wasn't worthy. And I noticed that comes up a lot, especially for women. We get a lot of feeling of not feeling worthy. And a lot of that is beyond our control. It has a lot to do with as women, you know, think about just in the 1920s. We exactly. we weren't allowed to do a lot of stuff, and let alone yeah, no, right. black woman. <laughs> we had the right to cook. <laughs> yeah, we had the right to cook and be in the kitchen. We didn't have the right to work. We didn't have a right to do a lot of things, and let alone be a black woman. And so there is a lot of sense of unworthiness that comes down generations. And so as a woman, getting past the I am not worthy is huge. And so one way to get past it is, Is it ultimately true? God, please help me see this differently. Help me see it differently. I dare you, before you go to bed, ask God, God, help me see this differently. Help me see that I am worthy. And wake up in the morning and see what happens. Yeah, You're going to end up having situations that just land in your lap. That it's going to be like, oh God, I guess I am worthy. Lord, I didn't... (laughs) Tell me then, okay? (laughs) And so it has a lot to do with, no, you don't have to be a victim or trapped in the thoughts that you've had before. I am not deserving is another one. Mm -hmm. Is it ultimately true? No, it's not ultimately true. Tell a new story. And even if you, you can take it to God or when you tell yourself the new story, tell yourself the new story, the thoughts are already there. God's already given them to you. Yes. Right. So when you start writing, I'm very big on journaling. What you write, you invite, start writing it out. 
Start saying, you know, is it ultimately true? No. Give yourself a list of all the reasons why you're worthy of the money. You can even start off with, hey, I'm worthy of the money because I'm going to give to charities because a lot of us feel like we got to be the martyrs. We got to save the world, right? Love, love on, you know, love on your brother. And I feel it. That's what we got to do. But I want to also let you know, don't feel bad if you say I'm worthy because I deserve that Bentley. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are, baby. Exactly. Yes, you are. So just starting to tell yourself the new story. I'm worthy because I'm loving. I'm worthy because I give a lot of myself. Yeah. I'm worthy just because I am. I'm worthy just because I'm Jacqueline Good and God dog vast as baby. And that's what makes me worthy. I know that's right. Yes, definitely. Well, I want to wrap up, but I want to go here real quick. But I, I got to add on to about that. I am not worthy because that, that was one of the things that I wouldn't openly say it out of my mouth, but I was rehearsing it in my head, even when things happen. And, and I'll be honest with you, um, just recently went through it in the loss of my dad, you know, not thinking I was worthy of his inheritance. And it's like, but you knew it. And yes, you were. And you were the apple of his eye. You know, so I still do it. And part of it is, again, like we said, you know, that humility. But sometimes humility can even turn to pride because God is trying to do something for you. And, and again, I didn't even want to preach to the people today, but oh, I, Joseph, God told me this about Joseph about 15 years ago um, that, you know, I would have a Joseph experience. Girl, I said, uh-uh, Lord, I know that story. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and I know the in-between. I know how it ended, but I know the in-between. Yeah. I don't want to be in no pit. I don't want my siblings trying to kill me. I don't mm-hmm. want to be sold into slavery. I don't want to go to jail. I don't right. want people lying on me. I don't want people trying to seduce me. Look, you know, just right. all the stuff that Joseph had to go through. But you said it earlier. Um, he was positioned to be able to help his family. So had he not gone through that, that pain, you were talking about that pain, had he not gone through that pain and been positioned, he was not just a savior for his community, for the land of Egypt, his, his former land, but for his family. And so we can change families when we change our scarcity thinking and everything. So that is it. But I want to wrap up on this one. Because this is really, really important. We were talking about it earlier when you and I were just talking on the phone. um, And we were talking about having those bad days. And sometimes we don't want to, especially again, you said women, as women, we don't want to let that expose and be vulnerable because Mm -hmm. it's almost like, are we weak when we're not strong? But we're strong. So we were talking about that earlier. I want to elaborate and, and, and dialogue a little bit about that because we might have somebody that's listening that, you know, think, okay, I want to open a business or I might be having scarcity thinking, but then they start thinking, oh, I'm, I'm horrible. I'm not feeling this. I'm having a rotten day. I'm having a rotten week, a month, a rotten year. This was the worst year ever. And is it okay to, to, to feel it? And it'd be okay yes. hearing about it. Yes. Love this question. Before I move to that, I just want to say something you said a minute ago about uh-huh. support. Yeah. Feeling supported. Yeah. And I want to let you know, this is something that I have, I've gotten over and God was speaking to me earlier and I meant to say something about it. It is okay to be supported. 
And I read something earlier and it blew me away. If you ever feel a lack of support, start to lean into the fact that you are supported by your breath. You are supported by the air. You are supported by God and lean into that support because being supported is always looked at as so negative. Mm -hmm. Like people are helping you. Absolutely. And guess what? That support makes you abundant. I'm just saying. So I want to get into that. What you're saying. It's okay. Actually, how about this? I'm going to go back to what Bridget said. My future is already within me. And when she made the statement earlier, as we were praying, she was saying that the the trees already know what to do. Mm -hmm. And guess what trees get when they're going through their winter, Mm -hmm. when they are losing all their leaves, you know, them trees be looking cold out there in the winter, especially in y'all snowy areas. Them trees be looking cold. They be looking. Yeah, she live in California. She tried to winter people. Yeah, that's why I'm like, y'all in the snow areas, y'all trees be looking like they need blankets. And so the thing about it is those trees already know what to do, okay? When you are having a bad day, I had one last week, I had a couple last week. When you're having a bad day, those tears are your rain. Those tears are your snow. They are what is, you know, in a sense, watering your soul. So as you're going through what you're going through, you're feeling it for a reason. You're feeling it for a reason. Feel it. Grow from it. Learn from it. We don't stay there. We just are growing from it. Sometimes we're pushing so hard. We're not giving ourselves the opportunity to cry and relax. And that's your body saying, I'm tired. I give up. Let me just let, let me lay down because you're sad and you're crying. Feel into it. Be in that moment and learn and grow like the trees. We have a tree in our backyard right now. First year, one apple, one (laughs) apple. Okay. This tree this year, I already see the apples, but there's about 30 of them. All right. That future was already within that tree. It knew what to do, Mm -hmm. but it needed the rain. It needed the water. It needed, it needed its winter. It needed time. It needed time. Yeah, that's the best one in its season, you know, I love and it. all season. of us in our season. We can't we can't stop it. I, I love what okay. you said, because it's in us. And, and I love that. I don't know who I heard say that, but I heard somebody say that one day. And I was like, oh, this is let me grab a hold of this. And I wrote it in my journal. I, your future is not in front of you. Your future, it probably was Miles Monroe because he was just Ooh. tough. <laughs> yeah. But your future is in you. It's in you. And so everything, everything is within us. Now we might add a skill or something to it, but yes. the, it's, it's, it's within us. And so yes. one of the things that you do as a coach, one of the things is I do as a coach is we just help cultivate what's That's already right. there. As mm-hmm. a coach, we're not bringing out anything that, that wasn't mm-hmm. there. We're just nah. teaching you how to do it. It's almost like going to driver's training school. You know, yeah. we're just showing you some skill set to do it. Yeah. You know? Bring it on yeah. out. Yeah. Oh my because God. That's this your light. We want to see it. We want you to shine your light onto the world, your gifts onto the world. The more that you shine onto the world, you're helping your community. You're helping your family. Like you said, he came back and not only helped Egypt, he helped his family. 
So you got to remember you leaning into your gifts and finding out your purpose. You're probably going to have to go through a few little storms, but those Mm -hmm. storms are making you stronger. So that inner person, that, that higher self can come flying on out. Yeah. Yeah. Different iterations in your life. Uh, I was just telling somebody that earlier, you know, there's iterations, you know, I love to tell my clients this is like, he had, you know, again, his, his childhood where his brothers and siblings were envious and it went from that to, okay, we're going to plan and plot his death. Just like, Oh, got through that. Now I'm in this pit. Now I'm sold into slavery. Got through Mm -hmm. that. Now I got this woman talking about, hey, boo, and trying mm-hmm. to sleep with me. Mm-hmm. And then I moved from that to high different jail. Mm-hmm. And, and my pastor knew what kind of person I was. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, all those different iterations but and all those different things, but it all led him to what was truly already authentically in him that his father had already cultivated. Mm-hmm. He was a leader. You know, yeah. his father had already taught him that. And there was things in there, even though he was one of the youngest, he still was being trained. And right. so, again, here you go. 17 years later, it comes out, but right. it's out. And so we right. have that. But, girl, this has been good today. I told you, yes. you know, uh, look, look, this was for me, uh, powerful folks. Look, this was for <laughs> me just as much as it was for <laughs> for you all. Uh, I got her in here today. Her book is called Stand in Your Light. So I wanted to tell a little bit about her book, some of her programs um, that she's offering, upcoming things that she got going on because she's so busy. She always doing something again. And and tell your your, your, uh, social media handles. We'll let them scroll across the page, but I got to check her out. If you ever have just this much, this much of a bad day, if you get in front of her and watch her, she is hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> how can people get your book? How can people check out your program that you offer? And, you know, tell us about your social media platforms. Absolutely. So I am on at I am on Instagram at the pursuit to happy at the pursuit to happy because truly we are all on a pursuit to happy daily. And so on Instagram, yeah, find me on Instagram because that is where I have the most fun. Um, you know, my reels, like Bridget said, I like to be funny. I like to make people laugh. And so I will take um, everything that I teach and put a little funny, fun spin to it. So yeah, definitely find me on Instagram, um, on TikTok as well. On TikTok, I'm at Jacqueline um, M. Vasquez. Uh, find me on TikTok. That's a lot of fun too. Um, But really at the end of the day, my book, my book is my baby. Um, I call my book, my love story to um, everyone. And uh, the reason I call it my love story is because people used to come up to me and ask me all the time, how are you always so positive? (laughs) And so I was like, oh God, I didn't know that was really a thing. And so when I really sat and thought about how I remain positive constantly, because this is not an act, this is not fake. A lot of people are like, oh, she sounds, nope, this is me all day, every day. I don't know how to turn it off. Okay. And so it's so funny because you know, when I started writing the book, I really had to sit down and ask myself, how do I remain so positive? And so this is my love story to all the people. If you want to be more positive, if you want something that's going to uplift you, if you want something that's going to help you find joy and happiness within your life daily, pick up Stand in Your Light, baby. It is on Amazon, Stand in Your Light, The Secret to Love, Happiness, and Joy. So um, yeah, it's my love story. And of course, there's more coming from me. I got more on the way. You know, I got book ideas on book ideas on book ideas. So it's about to be off the chain. But also right now, if you come follow me on Instagram, you know, right now I'm running a challenge. It's train your brain to make more money. 
you know, um, after the challenge is over, you're more than welcome to sign up on the list. You'll be able to get all the, it's a seven day challenge and it is transformative. Like I said, it's your birthright. Make the money you're deserving of, you know? You just got to get out of your own way. And it's funny, Bridget, we're sitting here talking about your our higher selves. My first day was all about your higher self, that future self that's already within you. And I, my homework was get in there, get to know who she is. Where does she like to go? Who does she like to be around? Where does she travel? Where does she mm-hmm. shop? When you get to know that higher self, you start to know who that person is. Once you understand who she is, your subconscious mind is like, well, how do I show up as this? And it starts to do it. Okay. So I just love everything. And then I have a course from passion to uh, turn your passion into profit. If you have a passion or you don't know what your passion is, they call me the sparkle finder. Hop on the phone with me. I promise you, I will find your passion within our first 30 minutes of conversation because I can just hear the sparkle in your voice. If we're on a Zoom, honey, I can see it in your eyes. So we will find your passion, turn that into a profitable business. Join my course, I swear to goodness. You're going to fall in love with you, fall in love with your life, and fall in love with your business. All right. I love it. I love it. You all, she's not, she's not joking. She really is that light. She really is that light. And so, you know, the name of her book, Standing Your Light, is truly authentically who she is. Um, You heard her say earlier about having a a bad day. Um, You heard her say a bad day. She didn't say a bad year. She didn't say bad years because she's such a positive, positive, optimistic person. Um, I just love it. You all hear me talk about the disc all the time. She's a high eye, if you couldn't guess it. (laughs) That's why her and I get along so well. We're kindred spirits. And I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And um, as I said, I recently lost my father. And it's times that I have those moments. And she's my go-to person. If I need a a, a laugh, a smile, I go to her reels. Or I pick up that phone and call her. And she's going to pour in. And so I would just like to add this because I'm always telling people, make sure you have accountability in your life. She is my weekly accountability partner, along with another a friend of ours. And we like the three amigos and we ain't playing. We're not playing. So make sure you have one too. Jackie, I'll let you have the last words. Bridget, I appreciate you. I love you. You are nothing but inspiration. And you literally lit me up today. And every day I get to talk to you. And even when, y'all, even when Bridget is down, let's just be honest. She's still lifting and loving on everybody with her light. She is a light. So I want you all, if I'm going to leave you with anything, I'm going to leave you with it with this. Uh, find your passion. Turn it into a business. It is a true form of self-love. And baby, wealth is your birthright. Amen, amen, amen. As you heard it right here on Powerful, we always want to say, coach me and I learn, challenge me and I grow, believe in me and I win. You are a winner. See you on the next side.